Duality live on Twitch for February the 6th, 2022. I'm Zero. And I'm Brando. We appreciate you guys tuning in week after week. Thank you very much. Um, first things first, we're going to go ahead and get this copyright disclaimer out of the way. Allowances made for fair use for purposes such as criticism, common news reporting, teaching, scholarship, and research. Fair use is a use permitted com- by copyright statute that might otherwise be infringing. Nonprofit, educational, or personal use tips the balance in favor of fair use. With that being said, we're going to... Long story short, we're not making no money off of this. We're just talking here. Exactly. We're going to get right down to it. This guy right here, Dane Hannon, the hand, the hand. Thank you, the This guy that's up on the screen right here. It is his birthday today. He played the Green Goblin in the Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man. So we wish him from the Duality Fix to you, man. Happy birthday. Happy, happy birthday. We hope you enjoyed it today. Absolutely. This young man uh, came to my attention in a film that also was the first time that I saw Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Our very own Killmonger from the NCU. Not Michael A. Jordan. As Daffy Duck said it. <laughs> it's Michael. He was with Michael B. Jordan in a picture called Chronicle. And this picture, uh, it was an independent film released by 20th, 20th Century Fox. And it was his own deal. It wasn't based on any graphic novel or comic book that came before it. And it just blew me out of the water. It was just... Uh, it was what would you what would teenagers do with superpowers had they got them, and it was realistic. The first thing they did with their powers was they robbed a convenience store. You know what I'm saying? They wanted some money. You know what I'm saying? They impressed girls and things like that. And in that sense, that uh, the plot was realistic. But as their powers grew, uh, they got out of control, and the standout performance. For uh, this particular picture was from uh, Dane DeHaan, you know what I'm saying? And I've been following him, following him ever since. And he had the luxury to play the new Green Goblin in Andrew Garfield's Amazing Spider-Man uh, Part 2. You know, but people got mad. People are dissed him. You know what I'm saying? They diss Andrew Garfield, but now all of a sudden everybody loves Andrew Garfield. Exactly. Which was real, it's real crass on their part. I always loved him from the get-go. I personally enjoyed The Amazing Spider-Man. I personally enjoyed him as an actor to begin with. Let's see. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm, I'm old school. I, you know, I really and truly wish, you know what I'm saying, him and Andrew Garfield get together and are able to do something else together. Exactly. Because I love it when great actors come together and they have chemistry. These two guys really and truly had chemistry. You know what I'm saying? But again, uh, today is his birthday, and we wish him a very happy birthday. He has a wife. He has a family. And we, we hope he enjoys himself today. We really and truly do. And guys, on, on a um, different note, I want to apologize about how the audio sounds in this. Again, we're, in, we're inside tonight because of this cold, the cold temperatures. The office is not finished yet. On that note as well, the, off, the office for duality broadcasting will be changing here <clears throat> shortly. Shortly. We're going to be refinishing it. We're going to be doing a lot of things to it. 
it's going to look a lot different for for the office. <laughs> going to look Absolutely. a lot different. You know, as we always say every Sunday, we're a work in progress here, and we're going to do our best to can the best we can to make it as uh, great as we can for everybody because we're doing this for you all. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we're almost a year in, and we're not making any money off of this, ladies and gentlemen. We're uh, doing this for the love of the genre, whether it be movies or video games. We're doing it, we're doing it because we want to. Exactly. And believe me, if you guys want to donate, notice I say the word donate and not pay us because we are not here to get paid at all. We do this for the love of the love of the genres that we do on the Duality Fix. Go ahead and hit us up on Patreon. You can look it up, Duality Fix. And also, there's a cash app coming soon as well. I have not, I have not set that in stone, but you'll be able to donate to that as well. It's going to be under the same name. The Duality Broadcasting umbrella is going to have a lot of things come into into detail with it. Yes, it is. I don't want to spend too 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 much time on it because we got again. We have an agenda tonight, but we're not going off of a script at all, as you can see. We're going off the top of our heads, because that's not, a script is not us at all. But with that being said, we're going to go right into right into the next thing. I want to talk about Nick Cannon real quick. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk. Yeah. Oh, my God. This man, five baby mamas and eight kids. Eight kids. Now, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I uh, grew up in a small town. Yeah, we both did, actually. Yes. Uh, the thing about it is uh, what a person does in their personal life is no concern of ours, you know what I'm saying? He's on his eighth child. And what I personally have to say about it is, who the fuck cares? <laughs> Certainly not I. Because <laughs> the thing about it is, these people are human. Yeah. And uh, we don't care what they do. We absolutely don't care what they do. Now, Nick Cannon's style and stuff when I was younger, I really didn't care for him. Now I have more respect for him than I did uh, 10 years ago. I have respect for the, for the man. So uh, I grew up around guys with 20, sometimes 25, maybe more children. Nah, nah. You know, guys uh, that just had, had a lot of children. The fact that he has eight and he's doing his thing to take care of all of them, you know what I'm saying? That's a testament to his character. But at the end of the day, I don't care how many children he has. I want, What I want is him to get back out there with more Wild and Out. Yes. <laughs> or to get better scripts and uh, do more albums and to do his thing. Who cares how many kids he has? You know what I'm saying? Whether he takes care of them and whether he whether he doesn't is no business of mine. I'm not uh, I'm not his manager. I'm not putting any food on the table. So at the end of the day, I actually don't care. See, we mythologize these celebrities at the end of the day, and we forget that they are human. They're very human. I mean, they are they're human. They're gonna do the same things that we do. You know what I'm saying? We mythologize these people because all over money, and it's re-goddamn ridiculous. And that's just how I feel about it. No. Uh, it makes absolutely no sense. I could care less. Okay, he got it. Okay, he just announced uh, he finna have eight, uh, his eighth child. What does that have to do with the situation in the Ukraine? What does that have to do with COVID? 
What does that What does that have to do on, with my bank account? Absolutely not a damn thing. Now I will get off his dick. I will. I will say this one thing that I'm trying to. I'm still trying to process here because most people already know that I'm gonna pull this up for, for you to know. He he lost his son. Let's see. This was last year in December, right before, okay. right before yeah. Christmas. He lost one. He lost one of his cancer brain, brain cancer, and for him to announce another another pregnancy kind of baffles me because I know that most people are still yeah. in the grieving process of this. I I have a friend that recently she miscarried, so she's yeah. still in the grieving process. She's not talking to anybody. She's in a dark place right now. So that, this that's really why it baffles me that he didn't turn around. And had another child, have another child with another woman. Yes, we are human. We do, we do think, do things that humans do, like David Byrne said, like humans do. Like humans do. But I got respect for this man because he went, he literally went to work the very next Monday. He spent the time with his family over the weekend. Went, went to work on his show Monday, and talked about it. Most people can't do that. Well, that's that's a testament to his character. Uh, most people, most I, believe, I believe, after the Rock lost his dad, I'm I'm believing that. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I think he went right back, got right back into work too, because when the Rock got the call about his dad, Rocket Johnson, he uh he was on set. He was just he was just parking. He was parking. They hadn't he hadn't even got the makeup yet, and he got the news about his dad, and then. After uh, after everything was go- going on, he uh he got right back into work. Tyrese Gibson right now, um, he's a, he's in the fix the duality fix his thoughts and prayers as well. He's currently his mother is currently in a coma right now, medically induced coma. Okay. And battling and battling COVID. I hadn't heard. Uh, yeah, she, um, he's he's currently on set with the movie at the moment, and they and they um. They called them, letting them know, saying, "Hey, your mom's, your mom is in a medically induced coma." And that absolutely, we sucks. are, we're doing everything we can, but we need you. She's, she's declining right now. He, he knows it, but he's, yeah. and he's working, and he's continuing to work. He posted something on Instagram saying that um, he asked the director just get, give me a minute. Yeah, you can see him sitting there just. processing and taking it in that right there wasn't even on our list to talk about but with the whole Nick Cannon thing Mm -hmm. it's one thing to to see to go through it (coughs) but what I hate is to see other people go through it like a classmate of mine just buried her father and you know I hate to say this I hate to say it I know what she's going through you lose your rock yes and uh, you don't know what to do. Here it is, 11 years later. I still don't know what to do. I can, uh, well, I can be a cliche and be like, well, you got to get to understand that the Lord was so lonely without him. And we got to go on best as we can. That's, bu- that's all bullshit because it's like, you know. That's a wound that... It's a wound that don't close. That doesn't close. It's as fresh today as it was 11 years ago. Yes. That's a, when you lose somebody that close to you, whether it be a father or mother, 
even a cousin that was like a brother to you, that wound is going to be forever open, especially when that day comes around year after year that you know that they're not there. It, it's something that you deal with, something that you, that you process every day. Absolutely. And I can't stress that enough. It's a process. You learn to deal with it. The pain doesn't go away. It eventually, it becomes numb, but the pain doesn't go away. And uh, speaking of processing the pain, I'd like to get a shout out to Michael Usler. A lot of people don't know who he is, but I'll tell you who he is. He was the first producer of the Batman films. Every, every Batman film, every time you've seen Batman, on the uh, silver screen, Michael Uslan is the man responsible for it. He started in the 70s. Even Batman um, 89? Yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, <sighs> recently, I reached out to him uh, with the guys through BatmanOnline.com. They post a lot of content, and I, I either share it or I comment on it, and he gave us a shout out. He gave us a shout out on the Duality Fix. What? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, that was a surprise. I was waiting for. He does producer himself from his uh, you, uh, Facebook page gave us a shout out. All he said was hi, and that's all I needed because what he did, he didn't have to do. He's been trying to get a Batman. He was trying to get a Batman movie night made ever since the seventies, and he said. I have no, and he said, this is a paraphrase, this is not his exact words. I have no disrespect for Adam West and what they did with their show. But what I wanted was a serious Batman movie, and he did that. <clears throat> every Batman animated property, every Batman live action film, every time you've seen a live action Batman film, Michael Uslan was the producer. And I, uh, I have nothing but the utmost respect for him. I thank him for. Uh, just having the balls not to give up on his dream. And then he gave us a shout out, you know what I'm saying? I tagged him in a message that I saw on BatmanOnline.com. I'm not going to lie about it. I'm not going to hide it. And he commented on the message that I tagged and he said, all he said was hide and that's all I needed, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> let us let us I know will, that you know, we're, being, we're being watched. You know what I'm saying? I will be reaching out with more, you know what I'm saying? Because as you know, ladies and gentlemen, in less than a month's time, the Batman is coming out, and we will be covering it extensively. And this is a good year to be a Batman fan. Uh, we had we have the Batman that's coming out, Robert Pattinson. We have the Flash that's going to have two Batman in it, uh, Affleck and Keaton. Yeah. And also, it's the 30th anniversary of Batman the Animated uh, Series. It's a great time to be a Batman fan, and we're going to be covering all of that. Speaking of superheroes, we're going to go right into our next topic, Mr. Hugh Jackman. Our Wolverine. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's Wolverine. <laughs> our Wolverine. He celebrates um, Isaac Bardavid, uh, the Brazilian dub for Wolverine. Absolutely. He's 91 years old. Uh-huh, and he passed. And oh, Hugh Jackman, man. the classic guy he is, he honored him. You know, on his social media. He honored yes. this man. You know what I'm saying? And you, ne you know, you've never heard of that before. You know these movies go all over the world. And you know that there are other actors that have to dub them 
for uh, the international releases in different countries. And for Hugh Jackman to honor this man, to know and to know him by name and to honor him is is just a class act. Now, as much as I don't have a problem with them recasting uh, him, now I want them to recast him as Wolverine and use the de-aging technology. You know what I'm saying? The guy is just a class act. And uh, our thoughts and our prayers are with Mr. Bar, Bar David's family. You know what I'm That's saying? It. He was a voice actor. He voiced uh, uh, Wolverine in all of the Hugh Jackman's movies for the international for the international market, and for Hugh Jackman to honor him, uh, it was just uh, he get more cool points with me. The way I want to say it. he gets more cute, cool points because I didn't know who, I didn't even know who the Brazilian dub was for Wolverine. You know, and I understand and I respect completely, you know what I'm saying, why Hugh Jackman did what he did, you know what I'm saying? Because Hugh Jackman understands that uh, it takes more than him to get a, get a character and get a performance in these movies out there, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely, absolutely. And that goes to all voice all voice actors that I, absolutely. I know of. Um, Tom Strong. E.G. Daly. E.G. Daly. E.G. Daly, I... <laughs> E.G. Daly, most people don't don't know that she was a staple in every, most childhood households in the 90s without you even knowing about it. Of course, Tommy Pickles Absolutely. from the Rugrats, Buttercup from the Powerpuff Girls. She Her list goes on the same thing as Tara, as Tara Strong, Absolutely. from Bubbles to Raven from the Teen Titans to Ben Tennyson to, at, on Ben 10 to Truffles on Chowder. Her List just goes on. Miss Minutes from Loki. No, that 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 was Tara. That's what I'm saying. That's oh, what I'm talking. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Is Tara. Okay. I jumped from EG to Tara. Okay. And Miss Minutes, she it baffled me when I saw her name in the credits when I first watched. I'm like, what? <laughs> She's a chameleon. Yes, she is. And man, She's the Gary Oldman of uh, voice actors. And she. Harley Quinn, that's another one. Yeah. She's not the original Harley Quinn, but she is a Harley Quinn, and she did a damn good job. Uh, her most notable Harley Quinn is for DC Superhero Girls from Cartoon Network. Okay. I will say that, but she does, I think she does Harley Quinn in, a, no, that's the original Harley Quinn actor in um, Arkham. Arkham Asylum. No, that's it was the original actress in the first game. Arkham, that was Arkham. That's Arkham Asylum, not Arkham for, Knight. For all the rest of them, it was Tara. Okay, so Arkham Knight and then Arkham Origins was Tara. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. But now we about to we about to shift a little bit to the WWE because this right here baffled me, especially since Vince actually allowed this shit to happen. Man, yeah. This man up on your screen right here, this is Shane McMahon for anybody that does not know. This is Vince McMahon's son. I think this is, is this his only son? Absolutely. Yeah, this is the only son. And WWE has terminated his employment effective immediately, which makes absolutely no sense. It works. It makes absolutely no sense whatsoever that they terminate this man's employment. Do we know why that is? Okay, here's how it breaks down from whatever I understand. I hate to go off of the dirt sheets, but when you hear the same story 10 or 12 times, you've got to take a look at it. 
Shane has been a staple for years. He, uh, the first time I saw Shane, I couldn't stand him because he played his part effectively. It was as a weasel heel. And now they're saying that the character you see on the television is what he was doing behind the scenes. Whether or not that's true is irrelevant, but uh, discount what he was trying to do and get rid of him. Uh, it was just bullshit. I, uh, I don't like what they did. And, the fa and let, let's just say for the fact he was out of control. He was being the baddest son. Vince was supposed to call or text, you know what I'm saying? I'm getting the feeling that he wasn't, Vince wasn't backstage at the Royal Rumble. As I said last week, I watched it live and I was disappointed with what I saw. I don't think uh, Vince was there either because I guarantee he wouldn't, he wouldn't allow this to go down the way it you know went down. Saying? And they say Shane was one of the ones that produced the match. He was one of the ones that put it together. And what they've put out there is that he put it together based around himself. He knew he wasn't going to win, partake, uh, part or uh, whatever. But they say he uh, he wasn't giving credit what credit was doing. I like okay. Let's I'll give you that. Okay, let's just say he was being asshole. Vince was supposed to call or text or whatever and put him back. Like, look, man, you you out of line. Yeah. They should have adjusted themselves accordingly. Now, for them to just straight up fire him, it was the board. I, 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 I feel like it was bullshit. Now, I get board of directors and have nothing to do with it. It's those motherfuckers that's in Vince's ear telling him uh, what, uh, how the product should be, and he's listening to him. And this so is not happening before. So, you think that Vince act? Because they said that Vince wasn't the one that directly fired him, though. Oh, uh, he's the be all end up. He's the be all end up. Nobody gets fired without his say so. That's just what it is. Yeah. So you go. I just. I, I, <coughs> wow. I, I don't understand. You would have fired him. It was bad enough last year when Triple H got <laughs> pretty much got the axe. Triple H had a heart attack. You know they call it a cardiac event. He had a heart attack. He had a heart attack as far as I'm concerned, and I hate that. And they didn't want to start terminating everybody that he he hired. That he hired. Yeah. To help him build this company up. And now they're turning around and just one by one, like dominoes. And that pisses me off. Why would you go and... In 20, years, and 20 years ago, you know what I'm saying, I couldn't stand Triple H. I didn't, I didn't, back then I was a mark. I didn't know how to separate the the real character from the real man. You know what I'm saying? I thought what I was seeing was you know, real. You know, you know what I'm saying? I didn't take it as an entertainment show. I took it as... Uh, any other sports that I watch, but you know what I'm saying? But everything he's done with NXT, you gonna shit on it and throw it out the window. Think about all the stars that you've seen from NXT. Uh, Roman Reigns. Bobby. Seth Rollins. Uh, Charlotte Flair. Becky Lynch. All these stars. Uh, Triple H brought them up. But for y'all to shit on everything he did is bullshit, and that's how I feel about it. I think it's bullshit. I'm very passionate about. It. But you got, you also got, you got to look at it as well. The WWE has been going down downhill for some time now. Yeah. Which is why you have another competitor out there that's coming up, that's coming up, and when WWE lets these superstars go, AEW picks them up. 
But there's one superstar that I'm surprised AEW hasn't touched. Where's Ben Wyatt at? He's filming a movie. Oh, that it. <laughs> he didn't get back uh, as far as Ben Wyatt. So he got with his friend that was helping him with the fiend gimmick that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're doing a movie. It's a horror picture. We don't know all the details. But we know Bray Wyatt's eyes are uh, on, on Hollywood, and that's what he's doing. Because I was thinking about Bray Wyatt the other day. It was it was such phenomenal. He took his own ideas and merged them with Mick Foley, The Undertaker, and Kane. He merged those into one. The feed gimmick was the best thing they had. And he was a locker room leader. But for some reason, something he do- he was doing, they didn't like, so they got rid of him. They terminate. They terminated his bullshit. They terminated all the talent. Then turn around, Shane. What is the WWE doing? Because I see, I could go to their stock portfolio right now, and their stocks have been dropping for ye- for years now. They've been losing viewers for years, especially with the network jumping that they've been doing. And the funny thing is about that, uh, they said 2021 was their best year financially with all the firings and stuff that they did. That's I'm not corporate, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm not uh, portfolio savvy. I don't understand it myself. That's not- it seemed like the more talent you use, the, the, the lower your weight ratings would get, but nevertheless... You know what I'm saying? That's just what happened. I'm just trying to figure it out because they're saying 2021 was their best year. Yet, yeah, well, oh. financially, you know, they, they're firing all of their firing all of their talent and lining their pockets. That's what they're doing. They're realizing that oh, if we terminate this person, then the company's going to be saving their money because we don't necessarily have to pay them their money out. That's basically what it is. And I don't. We're building, yes, we're building our business from the ground up, and that's not how we op- That's not how we're going to operate. I can tell you that right now. But if there's somebody that's working with us and they're dead weight, then we got to cut them loose, obviously. But these were damn good superstars. These were damn good people. And Shane, Shane care, Shane helped carry this company, and then for Vince, and, he, around, and they brought, and he volunteered to come back. You know, he was he the, quit the first time he quit. He quit the and went and, went and uh, made his own business ventures, and it was like, you know, I never thought I'd see him again, but when they played that music that night, and it was like, I hadn't heard no rumors about him coming back, and he comes out on the stage, I'm like, oh, God, he's back. Right? And he was infused with all the top talent, <coughs> putting his body on the line, doing this and that. I thought everything was all good. The same, th- the same thing that The Rock did whenever he, fr- whenever he came back to the scene. Absolutely, you know. What I'm Same saying? thing Goldberg did when he came back to the scene. Now I was explaining this uh, to somebody on my uh, nine to five job uh, about the Rock. Now, in a year, most of these superstars make maybe a million five. Now, to make a movie, when the Rock started out for six months to put his uh, body on the line. Uh, for six months would cost when he first started out he's a 20 million dollar man now he's the highest paid actor in Hollywood now that doesn't surprise me when when he started I want to say maybe he was getting maybe six million a picture 
that's like uh, for six months a million dollar a month. You know what I'm saying? I'm his guesstimating. I don't know what he's making. <laughs> now, the point I want to make is this. The Rock is making bank right now. Absolutely. The point I want to make is this. It's a hell of a difference than putting my body on the line for 300 days out of the year uh, for 1.5 then to promote a movie and shoot a movie for six months and make six million. There you go. Picture. There you go. So, you know, we'll in two in two million dollars in two month in two in, in one year, he can make twelve before he was the twelve million dollar man. In one year, he can make six twelve arguably twelve million dollars for two movies where he doesn't have to put his body on a strain because they have stuntmen and CGI or whatever or however the picture's gonna do, go. Rather than 300 days for 1.5 minutes. So I understand his logic. I'm not mad at him at all. I love Dwayne Johnson. I always have. You know what I'm saying? Now, as a fan, I wish he could play The Rock in a movie. <laughs> I really want to see him insulting people. You do. A prime example of that is in the Fast and Furious movie, the first one that he did. You better hide that baby all. You better have that big ass phone in here. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Tyree shouldn't have been with that win. You can't out. We out in the South, we call it checking. You can't out check the rock. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even insult him. I'd have been like, look, man, I've been filming the scene. I'd be like, look, you know, I'll do an ad lib and you do your thing, but, you know, just take it. I've been just like if I was in the ring with Mike Tyson. I've been like, take it easy, man. I love you. I've seen you insult people. Oh, nobody out insult And the spit take that Ludacris does in that movie is real. He had to walk off the set because of how hard he was laughing. And our last note on is Bobby Lashley, oh, um, man. a great a great competitor. They better not. They better and, not the, and, and the rumor, you know, he just won the belt at the last pay per view, the Royal Rumble, and we know that Brock Lesnar won the Royal Rumble, but but now uh, Brock Lesnar is defending his belt in the Elimination Chamber, and uh, well, no, no, no. Bobby Lashley is defending the belt it's it's in, a, in a elimination chamber. Title and, Brock, title. And, Brock, and Brock Lesnar is in that match. Brock Lesnar hasn't won any belts yet. He has challenged Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the Universal title. The WWE title held by Bobby Lashley is going to be defended at the next pay-per-view in an elimination chamber. Bobby just, Bobby just won that back, didn't he? Yes, he just won it back. That's what I thought. And that's what the problem I have because it's like uh, they put, they they're put setting a, him up for, they're setting Bobby up for failure to do a title versus title match. I mean, y'all could have unified these belts months ago. Right. And what pisses me off is the potential. Bobby, uh, Brock Lesnar already has a title shot. Why is he inserted into this match with a, with a with a shot for the next belt. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It seems it makes to me, sense. It seems to me like they're trying to set it up title versus title for WrestleMania, which is all a good way, but Bobby Lashley has earned the right to be champion. I've loved Bobby Lashley ever since he came on the scene back in 2005, Lashley. 2006. You know what I'm saying? He's all, uh, you know what I'm saying? He's earned it. Skin color be damned. What ever happened to his hype man from back then? His hype man. What the, 
The one that always was by his side. Lashley. Lashley. Oh, he's still winning. Oh, okay. He's still winning. Okay. You talking about MVP? Yes. Yeah, he's still winning. Okay. You know, and for them to set up this match, this elimination chamber match, and as hard as it is as a set, and then to turn around and say, you know, saying we're putting Brock Lesnar in it, seems to me like they're finna do some kind of fuck finish. And I don't agree with that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I hope they're not about to do what I know, think they're going to do. You know what I'm saying? And there's, there's no problem title versus title. Make it up. If you is so insistent on title versus title, do a three-way. Put Bobby, Brock, and Roman in the same uh, ring. Roman. That's what you could. I think I know Roman wants the Superman punch Brock Lesnar. I, I You know what I'm saying? And Roman has beat Brock Lesnar before, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is not a new match. See, they're starting going back to the same tree for apples, but those apples are going to run out. they got a lot of talent. you got Kevin Owens. you got Seth Rollins. you got Ricochet. you got all this talent that you could be building up. But Triple H made a statement years ago, uh, and it wasn't coming from him. It was coming from corporate, but he made a statement. In light, uh, you know what I'm saying, and uh, to paraphrase, it was like we're not building up uh, any talent to go beyond our walls. He didn't say it exactly like that. That's not an exact quote, everybody, but I understand where he's coming from. Look at The Rock. Look at John Cena. They've transcended the wrestling business. They never have to wrestle again a day in their life. So when they do come back, it's because they want to, not because they have to. Steve Austin is the same way. Steve Steve Austin has his money in so many th- so many things right now, and it's 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 hilarious. He's doing he didn't did a tie commercial with Ice T. Oh, he's been doing those. That, yeah, that's been going on. The cold calls. Uh huh. I've seen those. Those those way before COVID. Man, you know, and it's like it started with Hulk Hogan. They let Hulk Hogan get away from him. To do his own thing, you know what I'm saying, and then now this is happening with these other some stuff. So when Triple H made a statement, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't coming from Triple H personally. It was him speaking from a corporate you know, corporate standpoint that they're not trying to build any stars that can outlast the business, and, and that's and that's a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> and I was like, if you build somebody up, you know what I'm saying, it's like having a child. It's like having a child. If I build my child up, I want them. I want them to do, do better. I want them to be successful. They go. They, they gonna, they're going to venture out. They're exactly. going to. They're going to test the waters. And if those sure. waters are nice, then guess what? Absolutely. They gone. Like I said, it's a hell of a difference between them making a million five for a year and, and to make million, six million for six, six months. months. In three months, you fill the picture because. Depending on what type of picture it is, uh, six months it, it takes six months to build it up. Three months for actual filming, three months for promotion, CGI, and all the rest of it. Right. Maybe a little longer, but at the end of the day, you're making more for doing a picture. Unless your spy, unless your Marvel Studios was Spider Man No Way Home, that was absolute bullshit. You're making more. <laughs> uh, you're making more for a picture than you are for putting your body on the line three hundred days out of the year. You know what I'm saying? And he has three little girls now. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And so for him to, to uh, 
to make movies full time, plus all these other business ventures that he has. I have respect for the man. He's got the most respect. He's got he's got his head in multiple baskets, and he's doing well for himself. And I'm I'm honestly proud to see where he where he's come from and where he's going. Absolutely. And on to our next topic. Speaking of which, of a man that of multiple multiple faces, which he he's turning into a chameleon himself because every movie he's played in, his character is different. Yeah. And of course, I'm talking about the Robert Pattinson, ladies and gentlemen, with the Batman coming out on March 4th, 2022. That is less than a month. Less than a month. Can you? Oof. Yeah, it's so it's so close. It's close. We will be there opening weekend. I can't say opening night, but we will be there opening weekend. Yeah, yeah. Rain, yes. sleet, or snow. I'm going. I can't wait to see. Right. The first thing I want to. Uh, Bring up is an interview that they did. They did with him, and they and the gist of it. I don't. Uh, uh, the gist of it is that uh, his agents asked him, "You sure you want to put? You, you sure you want to play this?" And he and my understanding. Now this is not a direct quote. That he said, uh, uh, yeah, I'm with Batman. I uh, there was something. I, I mean, it's a strange one for me. I mean, even my agents were like, because I was very, very focused on it. I don't know why. I kind of just kept coming back into my head. And again, ladies and gentlemen, notice up here, letting you know. Two years ago, we're this, we're showing this to you on the copyright disclaimer section 107 of the Copyright Act of 1976. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm not like sort it out. No, but you like, were like interested. Like, like, you're like, if they're going to do another Batman, I want to do that it. That is. They were going to do another one. I knew there was a hustlers now? What? And, uh, it just really appealed to me. And and there was. Oh, was actors on actors. That's why. Okay. I was about to say, that, I, know, there was I love it when they talk to each other like that. That just, I laugh for them. kind of want to do. Uh, it's a different feeling when you do something when you kind of. Bro, what's going on with your, your pants? kind of pressure. Like I like I like doing something which is kind of something which an audience doesn't know that it wants and try and and try to kind of get it out to them, and that's a whole different thing. But like, it's something it, it gets. There's a there's your competitive part, it's competitive side as well when you just know. That there's, you know, everyone's kind of going, like, oh, yeah, oh, you want to play Batman? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not scared. And it's kind of fun. I mean, it's he's not intimidated by it, and that's what I respect you know, about it. Man. This man right here is, a, he's he's turning into another chameleon of actors, which he, it's, a, it's surprising me that he's this good. The first film I saw him in, Believe it or not, was the Goblet of Fire. I saw, saw him in Goblet of Fire before I even knew who he was. Exactly. And all of a sudden, he reemerged as Edward Cullen in Twilight. You know what I'm saying? And then there was another movie. Oh, what was the name of it? Oh, about the picture he did with uh, Reese Witherspoon? Yes. Water for Elephants? Yes. I saw him in that. I'm like, this man's popping up. Everywhere now, you know. So if you're good, you're good, and that's what. And he is in the class of Gary Oldman, Tom Hardy, 
every performance Robert Pattinson gives is different. Yes. There is no Robert Pattinson persona. You know how it is with some of these performers. You'd be like, well, that's so-and-so just playing so-and-so. No. Oh, well, you know, he didn't bring nothing different to the table. Robert Pattinson, I've seen it for myself. And check out all you have to do to, uh, as a testament to his work as an actor, for those of you who have Netflix subscriptions, go start typing his name. Type Just type in his name and watch the movies. He, I challenge you. Each watch his one, movies. Each one is different. And when I watched him in The Goblin of Fire, of course he was playing a teenager, but still, you know, and then jump over into Twilight. It's different. It's not the same. And then one of the elephants, it was like, I'm like, what the hell is this? He's been on my radar for a while. I never expected him to uh, take on, I never expected him to be the Batman, you know what I'm saying? If they would cast a new Batman, he wouldn't have been my first choice. Not that I have any disrespect or animosity towards him he wouldn't have been my first choice but now that I've seen some of the footage he would have been my first choice if that makes sense because it's like he dug into it and it's like oh there's another interview he did I don't I can't recall it for who exactly and he said he's always been a fan of the killer that's a telltale sign man he this man man he said and uh between him and the record, they said they're not playing this as if he's a superhero. They're playing this as if this is a man trying to find himself. That's why the picture is set in Batman's second year. No origin here, ladies and gentlemen. You're not going to see Thomas and Martha Wayne get shot again. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're all tired of that. Like, they, every time they reboot it, they have to do the origin. They're not doing the origin term. This is a Batman that's been only at work for two years. This way. Yeah, for two years. Yeah, and it's like um, he's still, you know, he's still he's trying, trying to exactly. Exactly. <clears throat> he's still. And that's why he hasn't in 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 the movie he's taken uh, a cue from Keaton where he's low key. He's not the billionaire playboy. So when he shows up at a social event in the movie, it's he's him. not gonna have the women on his arms. He's not gonna <laughs> have his nose in there. You know what I'm saying? This is just him getting into the game. Just. He's scoping things out at this point. Exactly, he's trying. He's becoming that. A good, another good title for us like would have been becoming Batman. Right. You know from what, what they say, and from what everything I've heard, they're gonna blow it out of the water. It's gonna be very different from what we've seen from the other pictures, and that's what you want to do. Every time you recast and reboot. You want to do something different with these moves, and I respect it. And uh, I have no, I have nothing but the utmost respect for it, and I can't wait. I cannot wait. I will be plucking my eight dollars down to watch the, uh, to watch it for those you, three hours. You gonna be dumping a lot more than that, and so am I, because I'm gonna be right there with you watching that movie. Because I'm actually three hours. The Batman in theaters, March fourth, twenty twenty two. Boy, that date is locked, ladies and gentlemen. There won't be no bullshit uh, setting it back this time. No. Because it was actually supposed to come out last year, but, you know. COVID. Fuck COVID, you know. But, you know, it'll be all right. Oh, yeah. You know, it, uh, anticipation makes the appetite grow strong. And if they have to set it, uh, well, by them setting it back, they gave them time to make a better movie. Because it was because here's some more trivia for you. It was originally four hours. <laughs> 
and for them to cut it down to three and for the test audiences, the bells to come out that it's better or uh, uh, it's better than what we've seen so far. Man. Uh, I'm going to to that. I can't wait to see it. Do not look up reviews on Rotten Tomatoes, ladies and gentlemen. Quit. Motherfucker, Rotten Quit trusting that publicly. You know what I'm saying? It's just like Roger Ebert. Rest in peace, of course. No disrespect. But it's a damn shame. A generation of moviegoers are basing whether or not to see a movie based on a website. Yes. I've never done that, and I'm, I never will. If I dislike a movie, it's because I've seen it personally, and I didn't like it. But ju- ju- just for all a website ticket. The, the, the critics say, motherfucker, the critics. And that's just how I feel about it. I'm sorry. Well, I'm there, sorry. there's, there's you know one movie. Sometimes I, I, sometimes I agree with the critics. I'll admit that. There's but, one movie we don't speak of that I will agree about. And that's about Dragon Ball. Okay, two movies. Damn. <laughs> but that's a true story for another time. <laughs> The, pro, the, the point I'm making to everybody is that see the movie for yourself. If you dislike it, let it be because it's your choice. Not because of Not because I, I say it, Zero says it, or anybody else. Well, uh, 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 Ryan Tomato said you're only 20%. You know what I'm saying? Don't care. Don't care. Who cares? Certainly not I. There are a couple of movies, that, there's a few movies that I like that Rotten Tomatoes pretty much dumped on. I don't care what Rotten Tomatoes say. I don't trust. I don't trust them. I really don't trust them. I've ne- I've never trust them. Trusted them. Oh boy. And that makes no sense. It's the same thing that happened when Batman v Superman came out. Rotten oh, Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. But the point with that movie was they butchered it. They put out a half finished cut, and people didn't know what they were watching. It was but when it comes to DVD and Blu-ray, they put out the three-hour cut. The movie's more co- coherent, and he really was in bed, and we did it well. See, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot more going on with these movies than people oh, realize. Oh, but when they released the Zack Snyder cut. Oh, you're talking about Justice League now. Yes, I am. You know what I'm saying? That was a four hours. That was four hours well spent. Woo! And even even now, that resistance was stored in the Snyderverse. They need we to. We hear the support the Snyderverse, and we're with the hashtag Restore the Snyderverse. You know what I'm saying? But there's a merger going on this year. Once it goes through, maybe we'll maybe we'll get a return to the Snyderverse because. Henry Cavill is chomping at the bit to play Superman again, and we support him in that. Uh, the rumors are that Marvel has been courting him, but he hasn't signed on the dotted line, ladies and gentlemen. And we hope he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to Marvel. Stay where you at. We want, we want our Henry Cavill Superman sequel. That's what we want. You know, and that's just what it is. Speaking of mergers, we're going to jump yeah. right in. Yes, oh, man, oh, man. It's time for some duality games. And I'm going to start off with this right here. PlayStation and Bungie. This right here is huge. This is almost as huge as the Microsoft Activision Blizzard acquisition. It is currently under review by the FTC because of these snitches. <clears throat> yeah, I said it. These snitches right here. They're, the one, they're, they're more than likely the ones that told told Microsoft about the acquisition because they turned around and bought another company as well. But the thing is, with this right here, this acquisition right here, Bungie is known for Destiny. 
Absolutely. So if PlayStation is buying this company out, what does that mean for Destiny? They ha- there's nothing set in stone yet. I cannot remember the numbers. I'm not going to actually. I'm going to look it up Absolutely. real quick because let's see. I'm actually quite. Um, I'm actually quite um curious about how much they're acquiring Bungie for. Let's see. $3.6 billion is what they're buying wow. it for. And the Activision Blizzard acquisition, I want to say, is up to a fraction of what I made last year. <laughs> uh, it's point zero, 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 zero. No, I'm, jo- I'm joking. I'm joking, ladies and gentlemen. Um, with the Microsoft Microsoft acquisition, um, acquisition of Activision, um, Activision Blizzard, I'm going to go and do this as well. Let you know how much they're buying it for. And this is why the FTC is on the um, on them as well. It's $68.7 billion. That's the planned wow. acquisition. Now, let me explain the reason why they are saying this. The reason why they're doing the $68.7 million, this is to pay all of those employees that are currently with Activision Blizzard to stay with Active Blizzard Blizzard. That's the developers, that's the screenwriters, that's all of them. They're going to be paying them upmost about $2 million. Hmm. Over the course of two years, is what you're saying. Yes, over the course of two years to stay with Activision Blizzard. And most people, most people say, why are they buying this company for for that much. This is why, because they want to take care of those employees that have been loyal to the company. And if you notice that Activision Blizzard was also under scrutiny this past year because of sexual sexual um, discrimination charges as well. And that's toward that was toward the female employees, as the gaming industry always has been. I didn't know that at all. Yes, there the, it was sexual discrimination, and there's a class action lawsuit currently in um. In terms with that right now that they're going through, but those female employees agreed to stay on with the company if they start changing things. And more gaming news, ladies and gentlemen. I know that you, I know that most of you have been waiting on this announcement right here, and I've been, I have been waiting on this announce, this announcement. And guess what? They finally, finally gave it to us. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm pleased to announce, and you probably already heard, that GTA 6 has been announced. Absolutely. And, they, and of course, it's not going to come out in 2023, by the way. This game has been, quote-unquote, well underway for some time now. This game right here is going to be released sometime in 2024 or 2025, and it's going to be released for the new-gen consoles, the Xbox Series X and Series S, and the PlayStation 5, which currently the PlayStation 5 is on hold because of the chip. Hey, we had to wait that long, but it, to get it right, you know G- if you notice, GTA 5 was also a timely thing as well. We had to wait two and a half years for GTA 5, and the game still holds strong to this day. I can guarantee you that there are gamers right now on Twitch that are playing GTA 5 just for kicks because of how good the storyline was. I played I played played through three different times and I'm still not done with the side missions for that game. You like me with the old, old school game. Uh, my my all time favorite game was uh, Smackdown Here Comes the Pain for, so, for uh, PlayStation 2. Have you been able to find that? 
Yeah, for, yeah, for 80 bucks. Oh, God damn. Oh, hell, I love for it. Jesus. That's what I get for giving away my oh, giving away my stuff back in the day. But another story for another time. Thing about it is that, you know what I'm saying, when you love a game and when the storyline appeals to you, you gotta play through it multiple times. And with, like he was just saying, uh, I played through that game multiple times. I went through it with every big name wrestling that was a name at the time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But GTA 6 is quote unquote well underway with the, with its developers right now at Rockstar. I am very very excited for this. I will be getting a, a series X or series X here soon because of course as I announced in the previous weeks that the Xbox One One and One S has been discontinued. So They're not pushing out any more updates for it. Microsoft's still going to support it on the websites in the event that anything goes wrong with them, but as far as pushing out any type of software updates, as far as system updates, Microsoft is no longer supporting that. With that being said, we're going to go right into our next segment, which I'm sad to announce that most people... And we have been waiting on it as well, but there have been quite a few hiccups with um, one main main voice actor passing away, and they um, the voice actor pops they they uh, yeah they well of Gramp Grandpa they didn't um they didn't um uh, Long story short sure, they had they had recast they them. Have, uh, for those of you that know or didn't know. They're, they were planning a Boondocks reboot. Well, not so reboot as recontinuation. You know what I'm saying? They were going to start back up the storyline, but as of this week, they've canceled it. Yes. They have canceled it. I guess cultural relevancy, you know what I'm saying, didn't translate into dollar signs, so I would they've have canceled it. I would have personally enjoyed them continuing the series because it ended on a really sour note because it was on Adult Swim if you didn't know if you didn't know that's how I first saw it and I I love these characters and also some I did find out some of the reasons as well Regina King was not returning for for voice acting and the reason being is because of the death the recent death of her son um, he died in an apparent in an apparent suicide that, that was confirmed as well it was suicide and it sucks because she played Riley. She and played she, both of them. She, Riley and Huey, and Ry, she went off the chain with Riley. And it was, <laughs> I, I need you to all, uh, I, I need you to all fix that table. You need to all clean up the table. How come that Morgan Freeman King can't fix up the table? I don't want to do it. I mean, it was great. I mean, it made us laugh. It was the Black Family Guy. It was the Black Simpsons, Black South Park, whatever you want to call them. And I, I got, I got. Well, because this right here is still my fa- my favorite scene that they did. This was my favorite scene that they did. Viacom owns the rights to this movie. Yes. Again, copyright disclaimer right there. Allows is used for fair use. Copyright Act of 1976. Let's go. This right here was the best to be. <laughs> 
But when some little shit Regina King outdid herself with this voice. I guarantee she was cracking up in the studio while she was doing it like that. You're under new management. You will work for me, and in return, you will receive they, they really copied the God. Yes, they really copied the Godfather. And he wouldn't stay here. No, I'm allowing you to keep drawing breath on this earth. Now, allow it. Wait, wait for it, guys. This wasn't no movie. The smart thing was to say yes, get up, and leave the room. But then I thought to myself. What if this was a movie? <laughs> Wait for it. Fuck you. Fuck the plane you flew in on. Fuck the <laughs> socks with the bell on it. Fuck your gay ass fairy faggot accent. Fuck your cheap ass cigars. Fuck your yuck mouth teeth. Fuck your hair beans. Fuck your chocolate. Fuck Guy Ritchie. Fuck Prince William. Fuck the queen. This is America. My president is black and my Lambo is blue, nigga. Now get the fuck out my hotel room. And if I see you in the street, I'm slapping the shit out of you. <laughs> that's oh my god that's uh that's regina king ladies and gentlemen she she's a hell of she's a natural she's a natural treasure <laughs> her and morgan freeman both wrapped up wrapped them in bubble wrap please because i swear i swear we can't take any more heartbreak especially after december 31st december 31st was it was a it was a downhill spiral from there absolutely Betty Betty said, "Fuck this, I'm out." She she said, "Fuck 2022, I'm not going. I'm not going in here like this." But yeah. it's it sucks. But Boondocks reboot. Well, yeah, Boondocks continuation has been canceled. I'm not sure if it's until notice or if it's just going to be indefinitely. You know, I don't care for rich being rich. But at the same time, I wish I was wealthy. When I hear about projects like this being canceled, I wish I could fund them myself. Right? And as we get with the crazies, we like, look, y'all do y'all creative thing. I will front you the money. I'm really surprised that who I don't even want an executive producer credit or whatever. Don't even mention me, though. This is y'all's thing. Do what you do. I'm really surprised that Hulu didn't pick didn't pick it up after the after the studio said no we're not we're not going through. Well, with this. Still, as far as I know, it's still playing on HBO Max. The original, the original. Oh yeah, the, the original not go, the original's not going anywhere. I can tell you that right now. It's too much of a tre treasure. I think it's still a syndication on Adult Swim too. That's the reason why that's the reason why it's on Max is under the Adult Swim section. If you guys want to watch it. I just you know saying I hate to see great talent go to waste. And that brings me to some YouTube guys that I used to follow extensively. Uh, from the Sorry. The Key of Awesome. Look that up on YouTube. The Key of Awesome. Those guys were extremely talented. It was like uh, SNL for geeks. You know what I'm saying? They, everything they did knocked it out of the park. They did song parodies, movie parodies, movie criticism parodies I mean they just they're, had they're all of, epic rap battles then all of a sudden they stopped and I haven't seen you know, on anybody, other, anybody else's page or not they and they had so much great talent they probably Maybe, lost funding that's the point I mean they, I'm thinking they lost funding too 
They had so much great talent that nobody picked them up. I haven't seen none of these people. As talented as they were, what are they doing now? Where, where are the guys with the Kia Olsen? I miss them. I miss them very much. They were highly talented. Try to try to find the email. Try to find the emails. You may be able to find the emails online somewhere and see exactly what they're doing. Hell, I would love. I would love for one of them. One of them to Zoom call us on the show. I would love that. That would get. Be like, oh, they came out. They came out of hiding to come on, come on, the little guy's show. Yeah, but yeah. I want to. I want And they weren't supported by no big time studio. Everything they was doing, just like with all uh, Oliver Harper, Screen Rant, uh, Watch Mojo, they weren't supported by no big time studio. They're they they're doing their own thing and doing their they doing their own fun. Support your creators on YouTube, on Twitch, through Patreon. I will it's po- talent out there. I will post Patreon again on our Facebook page. I will post it right here on our Twitch page as well. If you want to donate so you can see more, so you can see see us go different places. We want to go to cons. We want to meet people. We're going to go to cons regardless and start meeting some of our childhood stars. Be prepared. You may see some photo ops with us, with them. But it has come to the end of the show. I really appreciate you guys tuning in to watch us. We're going to continue doing our things. We're coming up on a year that the Duality Fix started, and now we have Duality Kids in the works. We're going to have so many things to do whenever our broadcasting umbrella is going to be finalized, and that's going to be next month. Our LLC will be processed next month. Our office space will be finished Hopefully at the end of March. That is what I'm pushing for. We're gonna absolutely. Me and Brando are gonna get out there. I may even post some videos on TikTok of us out there doing our thing, speed it up. That way you guys can see it. But it's gonna be absolutely phenomenal when we get done. Brando, do you have any closing words for our audience? Uh, I'm good to go, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, when you see this content on here, it doesn't necessarily be from us. So it's something that you enjoy supporting. Put them out there. Talk about them. Talk about them at work. Talk about them at the dinner table. It doesn't have to be us. <laughs> it could be Oliver. It could be uh, the Key of Awesome. It could be Screen Rant. Yes. It could be uh, Watch Mojo. One you know Media. What I'm uh, the Vile Eye. Yes. You know that's another. Uh, you know what I'm saying it's a. I got a laundry list of guys I follow on uh, YouTube. These these guys. Cult a Holic Wrestling. You know what I'm saying? We support all these guys, y'all. These guys put their heart and they put their soul into what they do. And we do it week after week after week, even if we have one culture. Even if we have two or three viewers per night, per week, we put our heart and soul into this. And we're going to continue to do it. Uh, my Patreon is up on our Facebook page. I'm going to make sure it is up on our Twitch channel as well. Also, Anchor.fm is coming back. I will be posting this tonight on Anchor.fm for you guys to have your personal enjoyment on Spotify, on Apple, or wherever you get your podcast from. Also, the video will also be up on Facebook as well. And hopefully they don't flag us for any audio that we're up here talking because we didn't use any type of video clips except for the boom clip video clip that we just used. Only thing we used is pictures tonight. And I purposely did that as a test to see what will happen? We'll see. We'll see. 
But with that being said, I'm Zero. And I'm Brando. I appreciate you guys tuning in for your dose of duality on February the 6th, 2022. We will see you guys next week. Same time, same place, right here on your duality fix on Twitch. We'll see you next time. Thank you all very much.